0: Hi, my name is Monica Kretschmer, CEO of the Universal Women's Network, Woman of Inspiration Awards, and support her. This is the Woman of Inspiration Podcast featuring business leaders, entrepreneurs, and change makers who lead, inspire, and motivate. Tune in as we put women into the spotlight. Listen to the inspiring interviews of women paving the path for others to follow. Learn the career paths, leadership wisdom, and stories of women who lead by example and inspire us to dream big. Get ready to be inspired.
1: Thank you. Thank you. The top Thank you.
2: The top
1: The second, Thank you. The
0: top Hello, my name is Monica Kretschmer. I'm the founder and CEO of the Universal Woman's Network, Woman of Inspiration, and this is the Woman of Inspiration podcast. This is a special series, the first one for the Support Her series. And today I have two guests on our Woman of Inspiration podcast. With me is Anna Hilberry. She is the Wealth Management Advisor, Portfolio Ad- Manager at National Bank. Also with us is Jonathan Geroche who is the president of National Bank Financial Wealth Management. And I first want to start off by saying, and I know that we talked about this in the green room, but this is a game-changing conversation. Jonathan, it is such a pleasure to have you join us um, today to have this conversation with Anna because we are going to be changing the landscape for how men and women work together. And so, Jonathan, I know that um, Anna has... Put you down as one of her support hers um on the team within the national bank but where i'd love to start off the conversation today is jonathan um give us a little bit of background um you're in a executive role within the national bank maybe just give us a little glimpse on your career path
1: sure i'd be glad to and thank you so much for inviting uh, both of us it's, it's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to uh, uh to, to spend some time talking about very important subjects so on uh, myself, I, I won't uh, I won't bore uh, the audience with a lot of details, but I've essentially been uh, bores and raised inside of the National Bank Financial Wealth Management environment. I came in here, I was uh, 22. I'm now 42, uh, so it's been 20 years. Skateboarded to work uh, early on in my career. Now, I actually don't use my skateboard as much, um, and played a bunch of different roles inside of the organization. I uh, dealt with um, compliance, uh, wealth management, business development, and throughout my career, um, I had the chance to work with people that, uh, just like Anna, are, are with me for, for the long haul or with us with the long haul. So it's a, it's an industry where you really fall in love with the people. It's a people business. And um, and that's what's really been uh, gearing me towards my career at the, at the National Bank Financial Wealth Management.
0: And so, Jonathan, I am going to just you know, add a couple things here. You manage over 1,800 employees and over 860 investment advisors. Um, And Anna being one of those individuals that you've made an impact in. Anna, you and I have talked um, many times before about the role um, that our allies play. And so maybe you can jump in and and just share a little bit about the role that um, Jonathan has played in your career within National Bank.
2: Yeah. So, uh, well, he's obviously just been incredible. Uh, and here's why. Uh, the, the superpower of Jonathan, uh, well, first of all, he's a very humble guy. But number two, uh, he notices everybody that is his superpower. So uh, he wasn't even head of the division that I'm at. Uh, he was head of National Bank Investments previously. And he you know, was trying to get into this sort of you know online media thing so I started doing videos I was trying to you know find my identity as an advisor as a female in a male dominated industry so I decided to start doing videos and I think it was maybe the fifth one that I put out it wasn't very good but I was trying really hard and uh, I got this message from this guy named Jonathan Duroche. holy heck he's president of National Bank Investments and he's like hey great job that was an awesome video I think you should keep going so that, it was hugely instrumental to me. You know, when when you're first trying something new, you're, you feel nervous. Uh, you're not sure if it's going to work. And to have somebody uh, of that level come in and just be a, a supporter, a supporter of you, was uh, incredible. And he had really great tips that he gave me that I could use to improve upon what I was doing. And the thing about Jonathan is he, he didn't just do that for me. I can see him doing that for everybody. So, for example, there's an advisor in Victoria. She's... Uh, just starting her you know sort of online path uh you know posting about wealth management so that she can be better partner to her clients and you know she's got like two likes and one of them is from Jonathan great job you know so taking the time when you're in a senior position as a leader that for that focused small amount of time to really notice somebody it can be life-changing for that individual so that's why he's amazing and I could go on
0: so jonathan i guess my question to you is you know within that 20 years plus that you've been with the company what sort of changes have have you seen um have you seen it evolve where you know your leadership is making such an impact or in the things that you're doing um to to notice people to to be seen and valued
1: well it's a great question so yeah things have changed you know our our wealth advisor and our the. um uh, a dream quantification business you know to really help people reach their life goals and and, and have a positive impact in their life so what i've seen changing throughout uh, the process is you know we went from you know movies in the 90s about boiler room and more recently like the wolf of wall street now these movies tend to to, to, to you know hollywood movies they attract attention about our industry but our industry is nothing like that and and throughout the years um anna myself and many other wealth advisors are, are really truly showing what we're, what we're doing, what we care for. And also the positive impact that helping people with life events and, and, and questions around money um, uh, is something where um, it's way more meaningful than picking a stock, like you can see in a movie. And so we're changing the conversation, all of us together. It's not just an NBF thing, while it's really important here, it's also an industry thing. Like we wanna make sure industry reflects what we're really doing. And I always like to talk about, you know, that Maslow pyramid you saw in in school, you know, at the bottom of it, there's a sense of security. That's what people are looking for. And that's a big, big role of what our advisors do. And so we're changing the conversations. We're adding an emotional um, component to um, the money question. And I always like to think that money is a very emotional subject. And so all of us are are trying to play our, our part in seeing an evolution from a stockbroker in the 90s to uh, a wealth coach who really helps uh, their their investors get to their life goals, which is a big shift and and true that there's been lots of changes from demographics to also, of course, um, the need to have even more wealth advisors that are are female or from different cultural backgrounds. That's really, really important if you want to make sure you connect on emotional subjects such as money.
0: And so why is it, Jonathan, so important for you um, to be a supporter champion um, for women in your industry and, and to really be visible like you're you know, having these conversations today? Why is that so important to you personally?
1: Well, I always feel that, um, you know, we're, uh, we're in a compounding business and every little gesture you do, every little thing you do um, at first doesn't really look like it's it's big, but I think true time and true the compounding effect, such as being in a podcast like this, being involved in in, in different uh, activities uh, linked to um, initiatives such as yours, uh, we we help create something bigger and bigger and more and more people, you know, getting getting pushed towards it. So that's my big piece of motivation. Secondly, is I also think that um, there is uh, there's a business opportunity in there. It, re- it truly is, and there's also something for for clients and investors to that to have better representation is, is some, is not a nice to have, it's a must have. You want to be able to connect with these people. And quite frankly, today in in school, it's still, you know, wealth management is still something that's not really taught in a lot of university courses. So it's up to us to, 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 to make a positive impact, not just for the business, but also for investors and for the community, which is really important for me.
0: And so, you know, when Anna was sharing her story, Jonathan, about the, the gestures that and you talked about just the little things that you're doing you know did you have any idea that it was actually making that much of an impact in in somebody's world by you reaching out liking or reaching out to Anna to give her encouragement Um, when you still I think you started your YouTube in 2020 Anna and I think Jonathan was one of the first people that reached out to you when you started it so did you know was that intentional or was that just part of your leadership?
1: Well it's, it's, it's a mixed bag. I think Anna has the, um, the, the grit to keep pushing even though there's challenges on everything. and so same thing when you start you know a financial literacy YouTube channel that's probably not the first thing people are going to try to look at when you go on YouTube right You want to find the funny videos, you want to find sport events or something you want to you know a, a topic you normally like and financial literacy doesn't, doesn't always come on top. So Anna had the, 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 the grit and the desire to keep pushing, which is a huge motivator for myself. And it also has been a big motivator for many other wealth advisors that follow uh, Anna's uh, footsteps. And it's, uh, it's something also that we're seeing with, um, I, I have a lot of, uh, we have a young women mentorship program here at, at National. Uh, where people actually look up to videos or to other uh, women advisors at NBF that publish content such as Anna. So I, I didn't have an idea that, that would have this, this impact. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, of course, happy to hear it, but I could definitely see the compounding effect it had through time, where there's already another generation looking up to Anna. And that's, uh, that's something I didn't envision, but I'm truly grateful to, to be seeing today.
0: And so, Anna, I want to talk a little bit about um, some of the things that you've seen happen within National Bank um, that you're proud of. And we've talked about that in your podcast, but maybe for the listeners today, you can share a little bit about some of the programs um, and initiatives that National Bank is doing to support women.
2: Yeah, so on a personal level, I've literally been in this industry since I was a kid because both my parents were in the industry. I saw my mother struggle to become an an IA, the role that I have. She had to fight for it. Uh, That was, you know, decades ago. Fast forward to me coming into the industry, uh, you know, having a conversation six weeks, after coming back from having a cesarean and delivering you know my child having to come back to work because there was no maternity program having a conversation with the leadership of National Bank Financial saying hey like did you know this is the experience and they're like you know what we're going to listen to your needs and we're going to develop our own one of a kind maternity program first in you know the financial industry and wealth management and like Jonathan was saying that ripple effect it's like dropping a boulder in a pond it just impact all the the other companies around and they developed their own maternity programs or they stepped up the ones that they had so yeah it's just been an incredible shift and you know jonathan's really been at the 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 forefront of that and national bank has taken a leadership role there Uh, i think their ceo said he came out not to do a presentation By the way, there's 30,000 employees for National Bank. So he came out to Vancouver and he gave a presentation and it was really just answering questions. And one of the things he said was at the forefront. One of his goals was to make sure that we have, you know, equal representation of women. And National Bank has in their executive body, the executive roles, their over half women so not only do they talk the talk but they walk the walk and the proof is in the pudding so I've seen a huge shift like it's astronomical (laughs) it's like riding a big you know freighter ship to go the other way is we're fully full steam ahead in the right direction and we're actively seeking you know to get more young women into the role that I have which is still 75 percent men so it's just been an astronomical shift
0: and Jonah, is there any like goals or big numbers that you're looking to achieve by, say, like a 2030 target, or do you have any set goals for raising that female quota? I hate to say but quota, but
1: yeah, raising- no, it, yeah, it, target or whatever you want to call it, but we do. We actually have um, targets where myself and the rest of the team are evaluated on, but. Well, I'm not minimizing the targets. It's it's the tangible gestures, as Anna mentioned, that, that makes the bigger difference. And one of the things that um, uh, we believe uh, unique to us is we have a, a young women mentorship program, as I mentioned. Uh, it's a partnership between uh, uh, National Bank Financial Wealth Management and, and over 40 universities across the country. And every year we take a cohort of about uh, 20 young women that are currently uh, in their studies. And, and studying, and they're curious about the world of personal finance. And we connect them with mentors such as Anna or such as other wealth advisors that are women. And, and we've been doing that since 2015. It's under uh, the DiOrio's uh, leadership. And it's an amazing program where every year we have 20 more young women interested per cohort interested about the world of personal finance. And helping people with uh with their life goals and so these are things we actually measure can we actually just execute you know make sure it's done and not just put a a, a, a target or a quota for a quota so every single year by compounding the young women mentorship program by having a maternity leave program or even by uh, what we do we have a women's symposium where we gather all the women advisors together so we, they can talk about business development these gestures I'm, i also like to measure them as well because that generates uh, a higher percentage of, of women and also of interest in sort of our, our business, which uh, quite frankly still needs to, to, to put a lot of work into making sure we have uh, fair representation.
0: I love hearing about the programs and I can definitely see that ripple effect um, of how that will continue to grow. I, I guess what I'd love to um, talk about is you know, welcoming men to that conversation, right? Um, just like yourself, Jonathan, coming to the table just like your CEO. Um, how important is it for men to be involved into that conversation into you know involved into the decision making of you know bringing these women into the industry?
1: Well, so the obvious answer is it's extremely important, but to go past the obvious answer, um, the beauty also is um, the main motivation is threefold. You want to make sure you're motivated by um, the representation of positive impact in your community, which we find in there. You want to make sure you're motivated by helping clients, which by the way, clients uh, want to be uh, uh, treated with somebody that they all things being equal, like and care for. And sometimes that's going to be another woman that had the same experience as them. And so that's also a very important client angle. And finally, there's also a business angle to it. So it's important to bring men into conversation because really all the pillars are, are there. And quite frankly, as the generations, you know, push and, and there's new generations coming into different leadership role, it's not a debate for for, for for my counterparts, my colleagues here. Everybody wants to make sure we have fair representation. So I want to uh, fight this stigma of thinking that it's a, it's a battle or a fight or something. It's not. Um, while there's still lots of work to be done, the other men in my role and the other folks I work at NBF and, and I'd say generally across the industry are forward-thinking people that understand the benefits of the three pillars I just mentioned. So the conversation is getting easier and easier, but there's still lots and lots to do.
0: And so, Anna, what sort of... Um sort of initiatives do you think that we can do to encourage more men to be part of that conversation to champion for women?
2: Well, I think, uh, I mean, you know, all the things that we're doing here at National Life Financial are obviously, you know, things that I think we're sort of inspiring other companies around us because we have been leaders in the space and it does make us you know better at what we do, and, and when you have full representation, you can add better value to your clients, just as Jonathan was saying, you know, so for example, Steve and I, uh, we're a man and a woman partnership, you know, he's my father, uh, you know, we bring different things to the table, uh, it's subtle, but it's different, so I think for leaders, sometimes maybe, you know, it, uh, they might be worried about what to say or what to do, I think just being, a you know, having the genuine, you uh, desire to help people and just doing the little things that you know like Jonathan has been such a great example of what to do uh it's at atomic habits right one percent increase everywhere makes a huge oh. shift right so that kind of idea where you just you know just start doing something and something is better than nothing and just having that genuine connection with your as a leader with your people your colleagues and your employees and people around you having that genuine connection and taking that little bit of time to have the you know authentic connection and say hey great job keep going and develop you know similar programs to welcome women into the industry uh, it's going to take time and i think we talked about this before monica to shift things but we're definitely going in the right direction and being verbally voicing it is also really key when you're a leader like what you do matters,
0: but what you say matters a lot because people listen to you. So You also have to verbalize it. And there is a stat here um, that I'd like to share, and I know that I've shared it before, but um, the CPHR had a study and it was, you know, talking about that senior leadership role and how important it is for implementing strategies like EDI or advancement of women, 82% when you have your senior leadership actually involved and visible. So it's conversations like we're having today, where we have our senior leaders visible, having these conversations about why it's so important. It does make a difference and that ripple does expand. And the other stat and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's probably even higher. Um, but it also increases the culture by 82%. So tell me, a little bit about that culture um within nbf jonathan i'll get you to go first
1: sure well um the way the culture is built here and it's been like that for, for for decades is um we have a really uh flat or chart and a very proximity based relationship um, I've been here already 20 years. I'd like to think I'm still fairly young, depending who's listening to the podcast um, and has been in there for, for also many, many, many years. And, and we're Probably all the same. Of, yeah, exactly. So we're all a group of young people, but that's already been 20 years in, in, in the business. So I think that's that's a that's a big edge on the culture. It's a culture of proximity. It's also a culture of, um, of, um, of understanding the power of diversification of thoughts. And again, I'm going back to my three pillars here. But if you got a good diversification of thoughts, it's good for the community. It's good for the business and it's good for the clients because you, you don't think everybody doesn't think alike and there's differences, there's nuances. And just like a good investment portfolio should be diversified. I also think that a good culture should have different uh, diversification aspects to it. That's what makes a good culture. So proximity, longevity, truly knowing the people, being close to it. And then making sure you have a diversified point of view are, you know, tend to be key things that uh, define our culture pretty well. And it's all about uh, the humans and the people. uh, And that's really important to culture that's based on on longevity such as ours.
0: And Anna, I'm gonna get you to touch on the culture um, at NBF as well, from your perspective. um, You've been with um, NBF for several years as well. So maybe you can share a little bit about your experience.
2: Oh, the culture at National Bank is truly unique. It's just so open and friendly and they listen to our needs, listening to your employees needs. And when you feel heard, like I'm here, Jonathan is here with me, I'm, I work in Duncan, like the west coast of Canada, small rural town, you know, but my voice is heard in this company. And a company that has 30,000 employees, it's crazy. And so when I feel happy and everybody else around me feels happy because you're heard and you're valued, you can do a better job for your clients. And you get new ideas because you're open to sharing new thoughts and ways of doing things. And again, you can add more value for your clients. So you just get, it's just, it benefits everybody. The employees are happy. The clients are happy. Everybody's happy. And we just,
0: it's a beautiful thing. It really is a beautiful culture at National Bank. Well, from my perspective, what I can see is this is game changing. This conversation right here is game changing Um, and it's leveling the playing field. And so when you talk about your culture being, you know, flat, I mean, this is really a true representation of just that. So I just want to say, super excited um, to be able to chat with you both today. Um, I would like to, um, you know, touch on. You know, you are leaders in the industry, but what can we do or what words of advice, um, Jonathan first and then Anna, what can we do to encourage more leaders to take that step forward? Because I've always said there's three buckets. There's the ones that get it and understand it and are leading with it. The ones that understand it, but they're really not sure how to participate. And the ones that actually, they're never going to change the mindset, right? So we focus on the top two. So, Jonathan, how are we going to bring more leaders to the table to to be allies?
1: Yeah, I a few thoughts on this. I, I think, um, you know, in life, I always like to think that the best story wins, and and so there's a really good story around this. And I think as people um, get vested and invested themselves and in, and making sure we have more diversity, um, I think they'll have stories, they'll relate to it, and they'll be able to connect. And so you know, forums like the one we're having right now and different forums we could have through different media outlets, helps us put the story out there. And that I think is gonna create a a, a ripple effect of more people being interested in telling their own stories. And I think that's really, really important to to have just a bigger impact over there. And maybe secondly is also preparing the next generation. So we mentioned our programs, but but it's something that every generation is gonna come with their own perspective on it. And already Gen Zers are coming in with a different perspective than than ours and and us than boomers and et cetera, et cetera. So so I think being mindful about um, making sure that you yourself as a leader decide to say, I'm going to do this for more than me. I'm going to do this for myself, yes, but also for my colleagues and for the next generation. These are all these little things. So tangibly speaking, taking uh, care of the next generation that's following you and also making sure that you're able to, to, to tell stories about how this help you will get more people motivated and maybe lastly the people that are either uh, i wouldn't say more reluctant but uh, people that don't um are, are not as engaged um they always need to look at their direct sometimes family members or their direct experiences and situations to, to get involved. So you don't always need to be on a podcast to make a difference. It's a great opportunity you're giving us, but sometimes it's just helping in your local community or school to just have an impact. And sometimes it doesn't need to be these grandiose things that like what we're having today um, that, that are necessarily required to move the needle. And we could bring it to a smaller scale so we could actually have everybody chipping it.
0: Beautiful and you know I couldn't agree more Uh, we started an international support her day the first Friday in June with that intention saying that everybody plays a role to support her just one action makes a big difference right and that could be carried out by any person um, in a workplace a community or a network so um, I couldn't agree with you more and what about yourself Anna? Well, I couldn't really say it any better than Jonathan.
2: Uh, so the people that are already doing it are already doing it. And, and yes, don't be afraid to make those you know, personal connections. Those you know, those are what make the impact because people are people and having that personal connection with somebody that you know, just five minutes of your time can make a world of a difference. Uh, and for the people that really just aren't sure, be like Nike and just do it. <laughs> just get out there and just start. It doesn't have to be, like Jonathan said, has to be grandiose. Just do something, just put one foot in front of the other, and pretty soon you climbed a mountain.
1: Well said. I don't know if I could just add something in there. Um, the Young Woman Mentorship Program we launched mm-hmm. is, I'd like to say that while the mentees are having a lot of fun and, and, uh, and, and feel fulfilled by the experience, our mentors, who are also uh, wealth advisors and different leaders at national are also super excited about the experience. And I'd encourage anybody listening here to, to think about whatever industry they're in, to think about mentorship programs for the next generation. It's fulfilling for both for both parties. And uh, I'd really recommend uh, more people doing this to, to increase that uh, that scope. And it, mentoring could be done, yes, with women, but of co- could also be done with men and, and helping young women get into the business. So I think that's uh, another tangible thing I'd recommend people take into consideration.
2: And I just will add to that. So one of the surprising things for me, because obviously I'm a a mentor, uh, is you are exposed to these really incredible, bright people. And they have good ideas. And so I actually come away. They teach me just as much as I teach them. They make me a better advisor. So it, it has a surprising, you think, you know, I'm old. I know everything, baby. You know, try to, you know. But then you get this amazing, bright, you know, this person is like, oh, why don't you try it this way? You know, they got these fresh minds. are thinking outside the box. So it's really
0: beneficial for everybody. Beautiful. And so, you know, as we wrap up um, the, this conversation today, is there any other initiatives or any big news you want to share with us today about some of the um, what might be on the horizon um, for National Bank that you want to share with us? Um, I heard you had a new position being filled. Yeah, we just
2: had a new a new president in one of the divisions of uh, the wealth management divisions. They just named a new female president. Um, yeah, it's very exciting.
1: It is and so we we you know in our in our field especially in the world of finance, um, there's um, we need more representation and leaderships at all level and we're really lucky that our head of wealth management is a woman named Nancy Parker and she's uh, she's leading the uh, the charge for all of us, which is great news and the funny thing also is uh, uh we've seen a lot of these mentees becoming wealth advisors in uh, in our world and so we're seeing the impact at every level of the organization and every type of role in the organization so for us we uh, if we could summarize it in a way it's about the, and i love the atomic habit uh, uh example that anna gave like it it's about compounding and anybody listening to this at first you don't see a big difference you know in the atomic habit they give the example that if you're sitting on a plane and the plane just pivots one degree to the east and you're still right. sitting on it. You won't notice a difference, but after six hours of being on a plane, you're in a totally different place because you left and you had a one percent degree angle. And so same thing for, I think, our, our quest here. It's, it's about these little daily changes or tweaks or, or, or time you give to people that true time will compound and have uh, an amazing impact.
0: Hmm. and i couldn't agree more and i just want to say that this is going to i'm excited to see the ripple um in fact that's going to to happen as a result of having these conversations and like i said they're not being had and it's really due time to start having them to invite men and women together to have these conversations where we're working together towards a common goal so um i'd really like to say thank you so much um anna for joining us and Jonathan for you joining us today and for the listeners, how could they find out more about your mentorship program or, you know, careers that you might have? Um, where would you direct them to?
1: Yeah. Well on our, uh, NBF, uh wealthmanagement.ca website there's a section called careers and in there there's a young woman mentorship program there's all the information over there and there's uh Diorio at who leads the program who's simply amazing who uh uh could help them out so if there's a young woman listening to this curious about the world of personal finance they could uh, they could definitely go in there and also i'd, uh, I'd invite uh, any woman who's uh, also curious about finding somebody who's totally awesome to help them with their wealth management to, connect with the folks at well and NBF of management across Canada and of course in uh in Duncan there's Anna Hilbury who's <laughs> simply amazing
0: and Anna what would you like to add if anything I know that you have a great YouTube channel Jonathan you do as well and you you both are leading in that area of wealth management um you know on YouTube so um how can they find you on YouTube
2: yeah, you look up Anna Hilberry. Uh, I'm all over the internet. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on YouTube. Uh, yeah, and you know, if anyone ever has any questions, I talk to students across the country and internationally, all over the world. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, if you ever have any questions, send me a message. I'm happy to chat and uh, talk about career and wealth management.
0: Um, yeah, just reach out. And Jonathan, any how can they find you on YouTube? Is it just... As simple as your uh, name?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah well, actually they could find me on LinkedIn mostly. That's where the, the, the most of my content is uh, and our content is, sorry. So on, on LinkedIn, Jonathan Zirachet, uh I'm in there. And of course, um, the NBF uh, content is on the NBFO management website as well.
0: Fantastic. And before I wrap up, I also wanna say uh, congratulations anna um you're one of the woman of inspiration awards finalists uh, for this year so i just want to say thank you so much for your leadership mm-hmm. and and really leading the way and paving the road for other women by sharing your story sharing your career path and your journey um and actually bringing jonathan to the table um to have these conversations it is really inspiring and um i'm just excited for um the journey ahead so thank you both Uh, for joining us on the Woman of Inspiration podcast. This was the Support Her series, the first of many more to come. Thank you so much to both of you. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much.